you wanted the best, you've got the best podcast. The hottest, hottest. podcast in the world. In the world. The Chris Voss Show, the preeminent podcast with guests so smart you may experience serious brain bleed. The CEOs, authors, thought leaders, visionaries, and motivators. Get ready, get ready. Strap yourself in. Keep your hands, arms, and legs inside the vehicle at all times because you're about to go on a monster education roller coaster with your brain. Now, here's your host, Chris Voss. Hi, folks. It's Voss here from TheChrisVossShow.com. TheChrisVossShow.com. Welcome to the big show, my family and friends. The Chris Voss Show family, the family that loves you and doesn't judge you. Uh, today, we have an amazing show for us today. You know, we are always talking about the intro, about brain bleeding and the show giving people brain bleeding. Well, we've been contacted enough by enough people's attorneys who've been suffering from brain bleeding because they've been educated so much and enlightened so much and their brain has started to grow beyond the uh, confines of their cranium. So you can order a new one on Amazon, by the way. There's an affiliate link in the Chris Foss Show uh, podcast uh, uh, blog. Um, and, uh, yeah, we've just been having that problem. I mean, we have s- guests that are so smart, and uh, they've been educating our uh, audience so well that they are experiencing blame breed. So what we've finally done is we've brought on a uh, great author and uh, doctor to uh, help with your brain bleeding that the show has given you. And this is uh, the settlement that we've arranged with all the attorneys. Uh, and uh, we're going to be talking to him today about brains, depression, PTSD, treatments on how you can survive the Chris Foss show long-term because we're just going to keep doing this. There's two to three new shows a week, day, 15 a week. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, we did what, 650, 655 shows last year at the end of, uh, our fiscal, uh, August 30th, which is the annual renewal for the show. And, uh, we're planning to do close to probably a thousand next year. So there's more breed brain bleed coming clearly i'm suffering from it. i can't even speak so uh you're definitely going to want to watch this show and order up this book because you're going to need all the help you can get but you know what? you're going to be smarter than everybody and when you're smarter you have that uh, brad pitt sexiness glow and if you're a woman you know hopefully it's not the brad pitt sexiest glow maybe like uh, i don't know, think of victoria's secret or something or you know whoever right barbie you know barbie's big there there you go you got the barbie glow but uh whatever is that I don't know whatever that means. I never watched the movie. Uh, so anyway, as always, that's uh, the setup for the guilt and shaming to sneak it by you. Uh, refer the show to your family, friends, and relatives. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. We love you so much when you do that. It just makes me cry and weep at night when I read the reviews and go, they actually love me. Oh, my God. Uh, go to goodreads.com for Chess Chris Foss, YouTube.com for Chess Chris Foss, LinkedIn.com for Chess Chris Foss, and uh, TikTok. Chris Voss one. We certainly appreciate it. Uh, he is the author of the latest book that came out May 18th, 2023. It's called Brighter Days Ahead, Leaving Depression Behind Through Innovative New Treatments. Dr. Theodore A. Henderson joins us on the show today. He's going to be talking to us about his latest book and uh, some of the insights that he has. He's an actual doctor, folks. A PhD, he is president and founder of Neuroluminance Incorporated, which is bringing revolutionary treatments to bear upon traumatic brain injury, depression, Alzheimer's disease, post-COVID fatigue syndrome. I have that post-COVID. I'm sick of COVID. I never got it. And uh, other brain disorders, which is pretty much everything else I have. He holds three patents and three patents pending. He is a published 
neuroimaging, uh, psychopharmacology, dementia, that's me, uh, photobiomodulation, and traumatic brain injury. And he wrote this uh he wrote this bio just to see if I passed uh, English and biology, and I didn't. I flunked both. He has over 70 publications in his top research journals and has been cited in over 900 scientific papers, and I have been in none. Uh, although, I don't know, they probably wrote some scientific papers going, look at this idiot. Uh, he's still alive. Uh, his recent book, Brighter Days Ahead, is featured on uh, Amazon, and he will help you rethink brain disorders probably when you look around at your family at the Christmas table, uh, like depression and brain injury and introduce you to exciting new treatments, which actually activate the brain's own healing process, which we probably all need after listening to the Chris Voss show. Welcome to the show, doctor. How are you? Great. Thank you so much, Chris, for having me on. Thank you for coming on. And uh, we need you to solve our uh, our, our uh, class action lawsuits of people listening to the Chris Voss show uh, for all the brain bleeding that goes on. So give us your .com so people can find you on the interwebs. Sure. So uh, the, the best place to look for uh, to understand what we're doing, to see videos of patients talking about their uh, treatment experiences and successes is neuroluminance.com. I'm going to spell that N E U R O hyphen luminance l-u-m-i-n-a-n-c-e dot com there you go there you go and uh people can find out all about the stuff you do and uh, how you do it and different treatments and services success <laughs> stories etc cetera, etc cetera. so give us a thirty thousand overview in your words about uh who you are what you do and how you do it Whew, 30,000 feet. Okay. Um, so I'm an MD, PhD, so I'm way, way overeducated. <laughs> I spent time as a bench researcher. I was literally in the lab figuring out how the brain works, uh, looking at things like the chemicals, the growth factors that made the brain work, like BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Mm -hmm. With that mind that comes back. I, I ended up going into radiology, lasted about a year before I was bored to death, uh, switched over to psychiatry, trained in psychiatry, also child psychiatry, ended out in Denver, Colorado. And all this stuff sort of comes together. You know, these pathways, they all, your, your life path kind of flows all together. So I ended up getting into functional neuroimaging. And so the radiology and the psychiatry all fit together in this functional neuroimaging using brain SPECT scans. Mm -hmm. And out of that, I kept seeing, you know, I kept seeing patients and it's like, okay, your spec scan shows you have a traumatic brain injury. Can't do anything for you. Have a nice day. Wow. I hate that. I hate yeah. that. So literally a, a colleague and I developed. I do that around the Christmas table, by the way, if I can do a callback <laughs> joke, pull in. I go, I'm sorry. I can't do anything for you, but uh, I'll see you next year at Christmas. There you go. Thanksgiving. So. A friend and, uh, and colleague and I developed a treatment for traumatic brain injury. What we did oh. is took science from Harvard and places like that that worked in mice, and we grew it up so it worked in humans because, let me tell you, human skulls are thicker than mice skulls, mine being thicker than most. And I know some people that have brains the size of mice, so I've seen them <laughs> on social media and Facebook, especially that Twitter X, whatever it's Congress. called this week, bankruptcy next week. <laughs> In Congress, politicians, there you go. Oh, we got a politician <laughs> joke in there. There we go. We've all seen that on CNN. 
So you go through and uh, you figure out some different ways to help these people. Mm -hmm. And there's a myriad of different things that come from uh, brain disorders, depression, uh, concussion, brain injury, PTSD, uh, chronic fatigue syndrome. I've known mm -hmm. some people that have suffered from that. Post-COVID fatigue, that's a big thing. There's a lot of people that have put, uh, uh, suffered from uh, long COVID, I guess. Uh, mm -hmm. Alzheimer's disease, that's a big mm -hmm. issue as we have a huge population of baby boomers and Gen Xers, uh, Parkinson's disease as well, mm -hmm. and ADHD. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of interesting that, uh, you know, I never thought of some of these as brain injuries. We talked in the green room about how one of my friends turned me on, uh, unfortunately, that, you know, he suffered a brain injury from having a little too much vodka and falling. And um, then I started, you know, he, he started becoming very reclusive and withdrawn and 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 you know he would have a hard time with people going out and we used to go out and hang out you know have a coffee every now and then and suddenly he you know just became really he, he couldn't handle it and he, he was trying to explain it to me and i saw so i started watching some videos and and looking at people you know that talk about this sort of thing and i was like wow this is a really when you damage the brain it, it can really impact your your whole life for the rest mm -hmm. of your life and i think we've had some others off authors on the show from car crashes and stuff that they had um so uh it's not just relegated to um getting drunk and falling down i suppose um tell us a little bit more as to as to some of the variant ways that maybe people have gotten brain injuries that they don't really understand, you know, maybe they're depressed and they don't really understand. They don't, they don't connect. Like they maybe didn't have an event that they remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like maybe somebody, you know, like most of my family, not most of my family, I should be nice. Uh, uh, but you know, some of those people you see around the Thanksgiving table, you're like, you really got dropped on your head. I know mama dropped you on your head, uh, as a child, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> Well, let's start with sort of what the the symptoms of traumatic brain injury can be or, or post-concussive syndrome. Okay. I mean, you're five times more likely to get depressed after a traumatic brain injury or concussion. Mm. Anxiety goes up. Uh, uh, difficulty with too much sight and too much sound, too much light. You become sensitive to that stuff. So going out and mm -hmm. hanging out with your buddy and drinking at a bar, it's way too noisy. It's way too overstimulating. Yeah. Um, and so they become socially withdrawn uh, mm -hmm. and they, they, they have irritability, they have mood uh, regulation problems, they have attention problems, memory problems, headaches, all of that stuff is very common. And, you know, when, what we saw when we treated these patients with the infrared laser therapy uh, was that all those symptoms went down, uh, suicidal ideation, depression, anxiety, oh. photosensitivity, headaches, all of that went down and they got better. And they stayed better. I mean, we've been following these patients now for almost uh, about 13 years now. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the different ways you treat them? Okay. Um, I think the most effective thing that we can do for the brain uh, is to turn on the brain's own ability to heal itself. Oh. Uh, and, you know, that's not a pill that you take every day and hope for the best. Um, you, you have to turn on the brain's ability um, to re repair itself, and that is a molecular pathway, and it's driven by this chemical I mentioned earlier, BDNF, or brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Oh. And so what became clear in these metal studies was that infrared light therapy turns on BDNF. Really? So if we could get through the thick skull and scalp of the human and get into their brain, we could activate... BDNF and therefore activate neuroplasticity. And that's exactly what happens. Huh. And 
that neuroplasticity, you know, obviously helps to repair brain injury. If the brain cells are dead, we're not bringing them back. I'm Dr. Henderson, not Dr. Frankenstein. But if well, that doesn't give me hope for my Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, <laughs> but if they're wounded, if they're limping along, uh, if they're disconnected from the other neurons and they need new, need new pathways, we can do that. Ah, so brain by brain dead, you mean uh, they're they're completely catatomic? Uh, well, I, catatonic, I'm, I'm catatonic. talking about just the neuron itself. If the okay. neuron is dead. Okay, so I you can have dead neurons and still be alive. Oh, absolutely. Okay. I've that's, got plenty of them. That explains my Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Thanksgiving's coming up. It's on my mind, clearly. There you go. Yeah, everyone's dreading it. <laughs> oh, no, just kidding. Uh, we are sure. Uh, so, I mean, I, that's why we have the Chris Foss Show family. So I have a secondary family that loves me and doesn't judge go. me because I am the black sheep of the family, but I'm the one who makes the most. So I guess that's whatever. <laughs> I'm the golden child of the black sheep all at the same time. Um, so one of the things I notice uh, in the in the book description is the word ketamine. Mm -hmm. um, it, did I get that right? Where did you say that? You did. Yeah. Is that one way you guys are treating it? And uh, is this why everyone's at Burning Man? <laughs> well, <laughs> <their> brain damage. <laughs> you know, ketamine is such an interesting uh, interesting phenomenon. Let's put it that way. Ketamine uh, is it, it's an antidepressant. Uh, and it, it works by turning on that same chemical, BDNF, by a different oh. pathway. So ketamine turns on neuroplasticity, and that's what actually undoes de depression. Mm -hmm. Because I'm going to say something controversial here. You know, uh -oh. don't, don't fall out of your Grace chair. Grace yourself, here. people. Depression has nothing, nothing to do with serotonin. Nothing. Huh. All these years we've been told, oh, it's it's you, you, chemical imbalance. You, you you don't have enough serotonin. Let's give you a little bit more serotonin here. We'll give you a Prozac and boost your serotonin levels. That's true. They do that, huh? You know? And, yeah. and so you take Prozac, little known secret, Prozac increases your serotonin levels within hours. Hours. Huh. So why does it take six weeks for Prozac to help depression if you're lucky? Because, I don't know. You're, I'm not a brain surgeon. Okay. Either. Well, because in <laughs> fact, Prozac very, very weakly, very poorly turns on that neuroplasticity, turns on that BDNF. Uh, so it takes longer then. Yes. Ketamine okay. turns on big time, big time. Really? And oh, that's wow. what makes ketamine such a great antidepressant. Now, wow. it's not 100%. In my hands, it's, you know, 72%. Yeah, but, uh, our, Silicon office, uh, our Silicon Valley audience right now all has hard-ons. <laughs> well, you know, but the national average for uh, response to treatment with ketamine uh, across all the ketamine clinics is like 50%. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, there's a problem with the way that docs are giving, not just docs, but these clinics are giving ketamine. Mm -hmm. um, the, the protocol is you come in and you get ketamine three times a week for two weeks for six treatments. Mm-hmm. And then supposedly you're better. Well, where'd that number come from? It came from a study done by a guy named Sharoma. Uh, and he did six infusions in two weeks and said, gee, look at our results. Well, I called Sharoma up and said, okay, what's the secret? Why did you pick six infusions in two weeks? What's the molecular pathway that you were taking advantage of? You know what his answer was? Hmm. I don't know. It sounded good. <laughs> that was the science. Wow, that's that some deep it. science there. That sounds like 
sounds like the people I know who are on steroids who, who take special K. Um, <laughs> they have their own yeah. version of science. There you go. There you go. So what we're doing is we do we give patients ketamine once a week. Mm -hmm. That's it at most. Mm -hmm. And and our, our average number of infusions that they get is 4.3, not mm -hmm. six, not six plus boosters, 4.3. And they're better and they go about their life. Thanks a lot, doc. So this is what I talk about quite a bit in the book is this idea of that we had to turn on neuroplasticity and we had to rethink depression, not as, huh. not as, oh, chemical imbalance or I don't have enough serotonin or I don't have enough dopamine. It's really about degenerative changes in the brain that we are reversing. Now, mm -hmm. you asked about, you know, I talked about laser and then I talked about ketamine. Mm -hmm. What happens if you put the two together? Now you got synergy. And this is where, you know, it gets really exciting. Really tough depression cases, really tough uh, traumatic brain injury cases. We put the two together and we're turning on neuroplasticity by two different mechanisms. That's amazing. Really? Now I had someone, I, we've had a company, I won't show the logo here, but we had a company send us this. We're actually reviewing this. And this is an infrared light pad uh, that you can use for your muscles. And it does a, uh, uh, normal red light and it does infrared light. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and I, it was kind of interesting. I've been using it for about 48 hours. Uh, and, uh, I haven't, I haven't put it on my head or my brain. I'm not, I was, I was kind of questioning if it was even safe because I do have tinnitus in my right ear really bad. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what if that can ha uh, help my tinnitus in my right ear? Cause it's, it seems to be blood flow related or blood pressure related anytime my blood pressure is really high it screams anytime mm. it's really low it used to be really bad when i was hung over from vodka mm. um and uh so i don't know i was looking at it. so uh so these things and if you combine them uh, you have probably have a different delivery system of course you're using lasers yeah yeah um, so yeah when but you know when people think laser they think star trek yeah, Star Wars, yeah. I think that thing where but, the Death Star, you know, blows but, up. But, you know, we're talking about a handheld device that, mm -hmm. you know, we're applying, you know, directly onto the skin, you mm -hmm. know, and, it, you know, applying to the head, the forehead and temples. And depending, you know, we had to get the hair out of the way. I've got way too much hair to be a good candidate. Do you um, have to shave people's head? Uh, no, no, no. But oh. hair does slow down the infrared light. Ah. Now, here's the thing about what you just showed me. This is this is a big controversy in the field, and this is sort of what I stuck my foot into. I'm a bit of a rabble rouser, a bit of a mm -hmm. maverick. Mm -hmm. And so when I started looking at this uh, infrared light therapy uh, scientifically and said, okay, we got to grow this from mouse to human. Mm -hmm. What they're doing with the mouse is using exactly what you just showed me, these little half-watt LEDs. Mm -hmm. And saying, okay, we can get through, you know, a mouse scalp and skull, which is about the thickness of, oh, about 10 sheets of paper. Mm -hmm. You can shine a half watt LED through that. But, you know, this is 90 sheets of paper. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a thick. Uh, I know some people on social media and politicians that have thicker ones. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So to get through all of this, you need to have more power. So we literally went into the research lab, figured out how much you had to have to get through human scalp and skull and deliver uh, the appropriate level of energy to the brain itself. Hmm. Now, here's an interesting thing. Uh, there was a study done. They put one of these LEDs on somebody's forehead and said, look at this, their alpha wave activities go up on their EEG. Mm -hmm. 
and they said, you know, we're directly treating the brain. I said, well, that's impossible because a half watt LED only gets 0.8 millimeters into the skin. I mean, barely into the skin. I mean, wow. it's great for growing hair. You want to grow sure. hair back? Yeah, you yeah. stick that thing on your head, you'll grow hair. So what we did is we took the laser and we, we applied it to the forearm uh -huh. and showed that the alpha wave activities in the brain went up. Oh, really? When we treated the forearm. So it's reacting to the sensation or something? It's indirect. Oh, okay. It's an indirect phenomenon. Now, we have no idea how it works. I mean, mm -hmm. I did you know, do the logical study, which is you cut off the blood flow from the arm. Mm -hmm. And guess what? I slowed down the increase in alpha wave activity. But as soon as I released the cuff, then the alpha wave activity jumped up. Ah. So it's probably bloodborne, not okay. conclusively. And, and so all these little, you know, they're selling these things. You know, there's things you can shove up your nose and little pads you can put on your head and all that stuff. That's cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, you're talking about something else, right? The show yeah, you're it's a little light pro. Oh, it's a medical light. <laughs> oh, sorry. I got confused. Oh, I don't know what any of that is. And, and, well, the thought is if you stick it up your nose, you're closer to the brain. But still, if it's a half watt, it's not going to go very far. Hmm. So all this stuff is really doing indirect photobiomodulation. Now, what happens with indirect photobiomodulation is you get a little bit better hmm. as long as you keep doing it. The moment you, you stop, stop doing it, it all regresses back. Really? Wow. Yeah. Study after study, same result. Suppose. Our patients, we treat them, they get better, hasta la vista, doc. Okay, so yours is yours is a better way the uh, to, to make it work long-term and stuff. Yes. And so this is pretty interesting because we've had people on the show, uh, military folks that have suffered from PTSD, mm -hmm. people from uh, childhood trauma, uh, people that listen to the show too much and get the brain bleed. Uh, and everything else, uh, you know, that's, that's the biggest thing we're trying to set up with the attorneys right now by having you on the show. Um, so how do people work with you? I mean, uh, clearly they can't just, uh, wander down to their local, um, I don't know, the guy in the alleyway who sells in the ketamine and I don't know, how, how do people get it from burning man? Maybe we shouldn't ask. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, how, how do they work with you and your treatments and stuff? Well, you know, we're located in Denver, Colorado, uh, mm. and the website has, you know, uh, 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 invitation uh, for a free consultation. Mm -hmm. Anybody can come, you know, get with, uh, an appointment with me for a free 15-minute uh, telephone consultation. Mm -hmm. We figure out if there's uh, something that I can help them with. You know, if it's, uh, you know, getting ketamine, sometimes I just say, hey, look, you know, I know the guy in San Diego who does a great job with ketamine. Just go there. Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, in Washington, D.C. or New York, uh, because some of us are getting it, um, how ketamine should be used, mm -hmm. uh, you know, based on, in part, my work and, and other people's work. But as far as the infrared light therapy, to get that multi-watt infrared laser therapy, um, you got to come to Denver. You know, it's not something I can do via telemedicine. It doesn't quite work to shine it through the computer. What if you just think really hard? <laughs> So, you know, and folks do that. You know, we've been doing this now for 10 years, a little over 10 years. People, you know, fly in, they get six, eight treatments, they go home for a month, and then they come back and do six, eight treatments more. And here's the cool thing. The infrared light is turning on neuroplasticity, Chris. Hmm. And that keeps churning. Even after the light's turned off, it keeps churning. So people come out, they get six, eight treatments, they go home. 
they come back and they say, Doc, I'm doing even better than when I finished the last treatment. I got better being at home. Oh. And because neuroplasticity is churning along and it's slow, it's slow. A, a neuron, an axon, a little fiber of a, a neuron grows a millimeter a day. That's it. So oh. you're not going to rebuild circuits like that. Oh, I'm not going to be able to get people smarter by uh, Christmas is what you're telling me. For my uh, Christmas maybe service. by Christmas, yeah. Be I gotta wait schedule. till Christmas and Thanksgiving dinner <laughs> next year to get these people to not uh, uh, make me mental at the end of the year. Okay, all right. Uh, note to self. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been to Denver. Denver, uh, Denver alone being a mile high will give you rain, bleed, and lack of oxygen. So there you go. Then you know all the hell they can get up there. There you go. In fact, uh, most of my brain bleed and and uh, brain damage is from uh, being in Denver's Lodo, or what they call Lower Downtown, mm -hmm. and uh, being on the patio bars there uh, for many a weekend. Um, <laughs> and I think there's half a liver uh, there too as well. I'm still uh, asking one of the bars to send back uh, if they find it. Uh, it might be in the lost and floor bin. So uh, there we go. I mean, this is pretty include. Uh, this is pretty interesting. And do they have to keep? Uh, they have to obviously uh, do a number of sessions. I mean, does the session, the sessions may vary depending upon the damage they have, I suppose. Well, I mean, that makes sense, right? It's going to be very individualized. Um, so, you know, we, sure. we talk to people about, you know, okay, think about 30 treatments. Um, and we do like two, three treatments mm -hmm. a week. So you can do the math. Uh, but 30 is not a hard number. Yeah. Um, so we do a baseline testing. And after yeah. 10 treatments, we check again. And after 20 treatments, we check again. I, I, one of my uh, one of my really favorite patients um, got came out here with post COVID fatigue. He's a dentist in Florida, and he got COVID, and then he developed you know the brain fog and the fatigue, and he and a tremor. Oh, yeah. Right, you don't want a dentist with a tremor. Okay, open wide, you know, yeah. a yeah. bad situation. So he came out. Mm -hmm. Round about, uh, and, and interestingly, this guy had ADHD, and he had been on ADHD meds since he was a kid. He came out, he, he was going to get 20 treatments. Uh, mm -hmm. And around about treatment 14, he pulls me aside and said, Doc, this is weird. My, my Vyvanse is making me jittery, so I stopped taking it. And I don't need it anymore. I can sit and read for hours. Wow. And quite literally, he's gone back home after 20 treatments, post-COVID fatigue gone, tremor gone, ADHD gone, wow. anxiety gone. He stopped taking, you know, his Vyvanse. He stopped taking his uh, benzo at night. Um, Symptom-free, working in a very busy dental clinic. I just talked to him last week. Uh, it's, it's a year and a half since he was treated. Doing fantastic. So That is stuff. awesome. Because yeah, I've known some people with COVID brain frog. Mm -hmm. um, it's, not, it's not fun. And, uh, and, you know, long COVID and, and issues with it, um, it, it's definitely makes a difference. It's great that you have these, these tools and things. Any other uh, successful stories you want to tease out? Of, sure, of sure. People? Yeah, so one of the, one of the areas, there's a, a sister nonprofit to Neuroluminance mm -hmm. called the NeuroLaser Foundation. Mm -hmm. Its its website is tbi.care, so traumaticbraininjury.care. Um, we're dedicated, that foundation is dedicated to providing uh, care for uh, veterans and first mm -hmm. responders, mm -hmm. um, and also to do research. So we supplement, we, we subsidize the treatment costs for veterans and first responders. 
And oh. veterans have a, have a special place in my heart, a special place in my late partner's uh, life, uh, uh, the co-founder of the foundation. And, you know, so one of the veterans that we took care of, um, he had suffered from PTSD for 49 years. Wow. Every time, and you know, we're right by the Air Force Base. Every time the jets would fly over, he'd be in the basement crying. Wow. And the helicopters, same thing. And yeah. just just always struggling with, you know, do I want to keep living like this? So mm -hmm. struggled with feeling suicidal. Mm -hmm. He came in, he got six treatments. And he tells this story, uh, and it's actually, it's actually on the website. You can see it. He tells this story that uh, after, during the sixth treatment, he saw the light, not, not it with his eyes, but he saw it in his brain. He saw it in his mind. He saw the light. And all of a sudden, this peacefulness came over him. And since then, jets, helicopters, everything, nothing bothers him. He's wow. happy. He's living life. He's gardening. He's painting. He's doing great. There you go. Uh, that is awesome. Uh, now, that was one of the questions I had queued up for you. Is is there any, does the VA uh, approve any of this stuff, or do you, you have to use the foundation to support it? Yeah. <laughs> I know we, we could go on and on about the VA. Oh, the VA. Yeah, you know, it's, 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 uh, uh, it's, it's glacially slow to change. Mm. You know, uh, my colleague and I have worked for years to try and get them to accept uh, spec scans, functional brain scans is, oh, I don't know, a way to maybe look at the brain because we literally showed there's a difference between PTSD and TBI. Clinically, you can't tell them apart. And the VA gets it wrong most of the time, but with a spec scan, they're, they're diametrically opposed to each other. We can clearly see the difference. Hmm. And, and after all these years, you know, we published that back in 2015. We have not made any progress whatsoever with the VA. So it's a very slow slog with the VA. Yeah. We're still working with them. We're still trying to get to the point where we can actually treat veterans through the VA system. That might happen. Yeah. Um, maybe somebody's watching the show. They can put in a good word. There you go. There you go. Yeah, we've had uh, many a people, military folks on the show that suffer from PTSD. Mm -hmm. I remember one time in in uh, Vegas, I had I had flown a drone for um, for the fireworks show and flew it around mm -hmm. the show, and then I put it up on YouTube. And I think the local what is it called Open Door, whatever the next door is some website that you can you know, all your neighbors are on and uh i had a guy watch the video and seen me do the the filming with the drone and he, about two three weeks later he wrote me and he he said man he said you you aren't by chance the one flying the drone over by my house i'm like no we just did that for the fourth of july and uh he goes dude because somebody keeps flying a drone over my house and it keeps setting off my ptsd and you know it, it sounds like the drones we had in iraq I'm like, I'm sorry, bro. And, you know, we talked about it a little bit about what he's suffering with. And, yeah, I mean, yeah, if there's any way we can get help for those people. And so that website uh, will be on the web, the, uh, the uh, Chris Voss Show podcast as well. Great, thanks. Um, any final thoughts? Uh, let's do this. We've been doing this uh, fun bit, little bit here. If you don't mind, we're going to uh, put you up for the uh, Chris Voss Show uh, Gulag Gauntlet, as we like to call it, where you'll be forced <laughs> okay. to eat the gulag. Gula gauntlet, goulash, um, goulash, goulash, goulash. You, 
your choice. You eat it anyway. That's force fed to you in the uh, in the gulag. Uh, and uh, so, if you fail at the five questions, we do five questions to get to know you better and to get your thoughts because you're a brain surgeon. So I might reformat some of these questions into a brain analogy or. I don't know what the right word is. I flunked English too. Um, so if you don't mind, we're, we're going to put you through the gulag. We're going to ask you five questions. And if you get any of them wrong, you'll be thrown into the gulag and be forced to eat the gulag, uh, goulash. Or um, if you get them right, you will uh, be allowed to return home to your family. <laughs> They'd appreciate that. They they did. Somebody in your family, though, did send me a note saying, please make them fail. So I'm not sure. <laughs> they might be one of those uh, Thanksgiving dinner people. Uh, so here we go. Well, uh, thought-provoking questions. Uh, so if you could uh, answer which one you think is correct in your opinion and why, uh, and you know, keep it short if you would. We don't need a. We don't need a. Uh, we we don't need a debate. But uh, you know, you can give us a science answer if you want. I don't know. Uh, so here we go. Uh, let's see. Well, there's the first one that I had lined up for you. I thought it was pretty good. All right, who's smarter brain-wise because you're a brain surgeon? Uh, people who wash the dishes before putting them in the dishwasher or people who don't? <laughs> I'm going to go with people who wash the dishes and uh, for purely personal reasons, because I do. Um, mm. you know, and, and, you know, I, my, one of my first jobs was washing dishes at a restaurant. And I can tell you dishwashers suck. There you go. There you go. Uh, we'll we'll let the judges. The judges are conferring with the attorneys, actually, in this one. This one's a very complex and detailed, controversial, actually controversial. You may get hate on your uh, Twitter feed here, uh, here later on today. Uh, should you put ketchup on a hot dog, or do people have brain damage when they do that, and it really should be mustard? It should be both. Should be both. Oh, plus wow. relish, plus relish and onions. Well, this is definitely controversial. We may have to call some attorneys for this one and maybe some brain surgeons. Uh, uh, should we have a National Pirate Day or not? And do we have to all wear eye patches for that? I don't know. I guess it's a follow-up. National Pirate Day. Never given wow. that one much thought. Well, this is, uh, this know, is why we have these questions. Yeah, You're I the was, brain surgeon, damn it. So it's if you don't know the answer to this, National Seafaring Criminal Day. Is one way to look at that, or National uh, sort of uh, fun character day? I don't know. Do we have a Do we have a National Casper the Ghost Day? Oh wow, so that's a, you're expanding this controversy not. even more. I mean, huh. let's try and stick within the guidelines. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so do we have a final answer for you that we can lock in? I would have to say no at this point. Oh, wow. All right, well, that, uh, uh, you're you're hurting a lot of cosplay people that uh, dress up Pirate Day. I thought <laughs> Halloween was National Pirate Day. Well, there, that there or, you go. Yeah. That or I thought uh, anybody who goes to the Burning Man draws up wearing a pirate. Um, uh, should we uh, have a National Nap Day? So you're a brain surgeon. This might be actually wow. a real thing. I, I kind of like that idea. I hadn't thought about that one either. Um, yeah. and I like the idea. Naps can be very valuable. Um, sometimes a power nap uh, helps yeah. you kind of allows that part of your brain that's wrestling with a problem to hand it over to the part of the brain that processes things in your sleep. Mm -hmm. And then you'll often wake up with the answer. So power there. naps can be very valuable. So, yeah, National Nap Day, I, mark me as a yes. There you go. 
and and that actually I think is already in the works legislative wise because oh. Congress has become the national the largest uh, geriatric uh, rest home <laughs> in the nation, or at least the most famous one or the richest one, one of those three. Uh, so there you go. Uh, there's lots of people that are probably already, if you've seen congressional hearings, there's a lot of people that are clearly napping through that. Oregon, excuse me. Uh, so there you go. Uh, should, uh, no, I'm not going to do that one. That's not funny enough. Uh, should we have a, should we have a mandatory retirement age so that we don't have to deal with the uh, people in Congress? I don't know. I, I don't know. That's, that's a mandatory retirement age for Congress or anybody, anybody okay. for our brains, people mm. that are brain damaged. You know, know. You know, I, I would have a hard time with that. I just spent the weekend at the Vail Jazz Festival, and there are guys who are in their 80s and their 70s, and they are blowing the top off that tent. Really? So to say, and, and for me, hey, look, if I had a mandatory retirement age, what would I do? That's true. <laughs> it's That's like, true. I love what I do. I love my work. I love treating patients. I love getting people better. I mean, I've always said, you know, when are you going to retire? Well, I'm going to leave my office feet first. Yeah. Well, you need to do pretty much uh, most of my family at Thanksgiving dinner. So there's yeah, well, more work for you my to way. do. So we need you, uh, we need you there. In fact, we just might hold uh, the uh, family reunion out in Denver this year. I think that's the plan <laughs> right now. People are going, <laughs> what's the family reunion, hon? We're going to Denver. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> awesome sauce and and uh we've been told that you uh got all the questions right except for the dishes you do oh. not wash the dishwasher before um that's that is that is a that is a heinous crime that should be regulated <laughs> by uh local authorities anyway uh but we will send you home to your family because they requested please please we'd like him back it's the first time it's ever happened though um so there you go you'll be you you will not be thrown Great, in the chris you. Foss show gulag right. uh and your final thoughts and uh pitch and dot coms as we go out uh doctor on uh what you do and how you do it yeah, you know, I think the final thought I, I want to leave is, you know, we've just come through this, you know, once in a century pandemic and and we're still figuring out what the heck COVID is doing to the brain and to the rest of the body. One of the things we know about post-COVID fatigue is, you know, there are probably three things happening. Number one is inflammation that's persisting in the brain. Hmm. And the infrared laser works great on that. And, really? You know, wow. Our patients have seen that. It works great on the lungs, too. You know, if you treat the lungs, people suddenly can breathe better. Really? Kind of cool. Number two, uh, COVID reactivate because of that cytokine storm, it reactivates old infections like Epstein-Barr and on the East Coast, Lyme disease and some of the tick-borne illnesses. So oh, really? you had to kind of look for that in long COVID. And the third thing, and this literally just came out last week is they, they figured out that COVID messes with the mitochondria. Mitochondria, those little organelles in your cells that make energy. Oh, and really? mitochondria have their own DNA. They're like huh. literally this separate creature that lives inside our cells. And some of that DNA uh, creates proteins that send signals to our DNA and our cells mm -hmm. to make things happen. And COVID messes up the mitochondria and makes those genes not produce the proteins correctly or oh. enough. And so infrared light, the mechanism by which infrared light actually turns things on in the cell starts at the mitochondria. So wow. again, infrared light, I think, is going to be the key to really solving post-COVID fatigue syndrome, long COVID, whatever you want to call it.
There you go. And if you could figure out if your device would solve tinnitus, I'd love that. You know, there's a, some interesting studies going on that. I suffer from, from tinnitus myself. I get it. Yeah. Uh -huh. and, and vodka was the answer. For <laughs> but it was also the problem. Yeah, it was. When I wake up hungover, I w it would just be screaming. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm either dehydrated or I don't know if it's tied. It's, I think it's tied to blood flow a little bit, maybe. You know, it's, you know, the ENTs uh, half the time say that it's all psychogenic because really? they, 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 they do the study and show, oh, well, you're, you're, you know, you say that your tinnitus is this loud, but when we, we try to bring a matching tone, it comes in, it's way down here. So, hmm. in fact, it's all in your head. Well, oh, really? Yeah, it is, in yeah. fact, all in my head. <laughs> yeah. I'll choke those people out and be like, it's all in your head. No, don't do that. Don't resort to violence, people. Uh, that's a joke. Uh, so there you go. Um, uh, one of our veteran, one of my veteran friends says, uh, uh, "I need a red light walkthrough machine." <laughs> so I think he needs a. I, I know he served in the military. Thanks for your service, Adam. Uh, so there you go. I'll, I'll send him links to your website. Uh, so thank you very much for coming on the show. I'm glad Absolutely. someone's making something in this because, like I said, um, not only do I need to uh, get my uh, family reunions fixed by making people smarter there. Uh, tell your friends to listen to the Chris Voss show. That makes them smarter too. Um, but uh, this is really important work, especially for veterans, PTSD. Everyone's getting the new COVID. Like everybody I know is getting that new COVID version that's running around yeah, right now. Yeah. It's uh, September 2023 for those of you watching 10 years from now. There's like a whole, we thought that we were done with this thing three years out. And now there's like a whole new strain that just everybody seems to be getting it, dude. Right. Um, it's just, it's just crazy. Like my Facebook feed is just like, got the new COVID and I never have it. So I, I dodged the hell out of it. And, uh, now I'm just going, geez, wow. I had a good game going on, uh, undefeated. And so we'll see, we'll see what Keep happens. Dodging. Keep dodging. So there you go. Uh, from Peter McNally. Thanks for the invite again. Chris Voss. Absolutely brilliant. Well, it was my guest who was brilliant. It wasn't me. It didn't have anything to do with me. Oh, so right. thank, thank the doctor. Uh, so, Doc, thank you very much for coming on the show. Give us the dot coms one more time as we round out the show. Sure, sure. So neuroluminance.com. N-E-U-R-O hyphen L-U-M-I-N-A-N-C-E dot com. And then the foundation, uh, which has some great videos. Uh, you can see me talking about science and the veteran talking about his experience and a, a young woman talking about her experience. And that's www.tbi, traumatic brain injury, dot care, dot C-A-R-E. There you go. There you go. And so uh, pass the word around, folks. Tell everybody about the work that uh, our doctor does. And he's not our doctor, by the way. I want to make sure I make that clear. Well, the attorneys you know, are going to have to pay my invoice, right? That's true. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> we're getting that class action lawsuit that we're fighting for the brain, brain bleed intro that we have in the show. But, uh, you know, in the end, see, we can heal. And maybe we should just, uh, we should just have red light therapies on the show for the brain bleed the show gives and we can just have you in the corner holding a little thing and that's not gonna work anyway guys thank you very much for coming to the show doc we really appreciate it absolutely thank you for having me there you go and thanks Manas, for tuning in uh be sure to share the show with your family friends and relatives itunes five-star review please if you would we'd love you very much uh go to goodreads.com fortress chris foss youtube.com fortress chris foss linkedin.com fortress chris foss i get brain bleed from the from the plugs and a Chris Voss one on TikTok. Be good to each other, stay safe, and we'll see you guys next time. And that should have us out.